Hello, I'm Alma Lee, and this is From Fear to Love. I talk about a variety of topics intended to inspire, motivate, and get you thinking a little bit differently here. Thank you for listening. <laughs> I, I wanted to come and record this this morning, and uh, I got to get out of my head a little bit because I, I keep getting these notifications. I travel. I travel a lot for work. I, I fly... I fly to work once a month. I travel a lot for work. And uh, so I'm, I'm almost always uh, got a trip planned, a, a flight somewhere or a car or something. And I get these emails, I get these notifications and text messages all the time from, from the airlines and whoever I made a reservation with. And, and it's a reminder, it's like, hey, it's time to pack for your trip. It's time to get ready, it's time to go. And I'm like, I literally, <laughs> I literally start packing eh, about two hours before I have to leave for the airport every single time. And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, it's Tuesday, it's Wednesday. I don't need that kind of stress. <laughs> I don't need that kind of anxiety in my life. Anyway, I just wanted to throw that out there. A uh, little bit of a comical point start to my day. It's a big reason why I, me I meditate religiously is to get out of my head about things like that. I don't know, what's the point? I guess maybe for people who don't normally travel as much as I do and it elicits a sense of excitement for them, but it's not exciting for me. I, I know what I'm doing. I know what I'm doing, man. Stop sending me this shit. <laughs> uh, so I, okay, so topic at hand. I want to talk about sharing your gifts. Sharing your gifts. What do you do well? You know, um, Yesterday, I was leaving uh, my producer's home. Uh, his, his, he's got a, a studio, Scout Alley Productions, uh, Chris Dodson. Shout out to Chris Dodson. <laughs> Chris, is, uh, Chris is my producer of my audiobook, uh, uh, Flip from Fear to Love, which is, the, which is where I derived the name of this show. And we, uh, we were doing some recording. Anyway, I'm in my car. I'm in my truck, Big Barry, my big truck driving home yesterday and I'm, I'm jamming out to my tunes because you know I love music and I'm listening to this performer. Now I've heard this performer before but I didn't realize it at the time. I love listening to new music and finding new performers and exposing and branching out and not just listening to the random same old stuff from the same singers. Nothing against them but I just like listening to new new stuff and enjoying that and enjoying how that sort of bathes my brain in dopamine. So I'm driving and I hear this performer, Sananda Matreya. You ever heard of Sananda Matreya? I bet you have, especially if you are a Gen X person like me in midlife, you've heard this person before. But it's funny because I didn't know. I'm listening and this man, woof, his voice is, his voice is like, the best meal you ever had. I don't know any other way to describe a sense of joy and elation to hear him sing. But here's the funny thing is that I recognized his, his sound. His sound was very familiar to me, but I didn't understand why. But I found out it's <laughs> this gentleman, this singer, this musician, this vocalist, 
used to go by Terrence Trent Darby. Remember him from the 90s? Terrence Trent Darby. He sang Wishing Well and Sign Your Name Across My Heart. You know that guy, right? Um, I might bust out in song. You never know. So Sananda Maitreya, and I'm sitting there, and I'm, I'm sitting at a red light, and I'm like, damn, this is good. This is good shit. And so I pulled up YouTube, and I'm thinking, God, how have I missed this? What a joy. What a wonderful gift. And my brain, working the way that my brain works, is I start going down the rabbit hole. And what I mean by that is, I'm like, what if I'd never found him? But more to the point, what if he never became a singer? Like, I felt like I got a gift yesterday. Like, it was my flipping birthday or Christmas. or, And it was such an elation. I thought, God, what if he... What if he became successful in some other realm where our lives did not intersect? Like, what if he owned a plumbing company, you know, on the West Coast somewhere and, you know, is a successful, a successful business where he employed hundreds of people, but it was a business and I never got to hear his voice. And so that is what I want to talk about today. I know. I cannot imagine a world without creativity and people sharing their gifts. And that's what I want to talk to you. I, I, that's you, the listener. What is it that you do well? And better yet, are you sharing that? Are you showing yourself off? Or are you muting yourself? Are you withholding your talent? What do you do? Um, and, it, you know, it could, be a, it could be a trade. It could be something that you are especially skilled at, woodworking, Plumbing, going back to the, the other, you know, somebody, somebody needs a good plumber. Somebody needs somebody who can uh, repair drywall really well, efficiently, quickly. I'm sitting here in my office and I see some repairs that need to be completed in my, in my home. You know, just normal stuff that I'm not sure I can, I can deal with that on my own. Those, those talents, those things are, are gifts. I... I know that I did not, I didn't know what my gifts were for, for many years. For a long time, I didn't realize what my talent was and how could I affect the world in a positive, encouraging, inspirational, motivational way. So what do you have? And better yet, what, why aren't you sharing it? If you know that you're good at something, why aren't you sharing it? Is there, do you have a fear of failure? Do you, do you think that you're delusional and, and that you're the only person that thinks you're good at it? I, I, I share this, I don't know if I've shared this on my podcast yet, but I sing karaoke. I, I have sung karaoke for probably since 1994 and I do it badly most of the time, <laughs> but I do it because I love it. And I love what it does for me. I love how I feel when I do it. Um, I, you know, yeah, I mean, I think the reason that I did it initially, because I was getting that external validation because I had not yet embarked upon my own personal healing journey from my childhood trauma. And little did I know at the time when I would get up and sing that when people would praise me, oh, Alma, that was wonderful. You did such a great job. That I love that song. I mean, in the back of my mind, subconsciously, I know it wasn't all that. 
but it feels nice to be appreciated. And so that kind of gave me a little bit of a nudge to break out of some old mindsets. And I mean, there was a, there was a point in time where I was, I was doing uh, contests and trying to cultivate, you know, maybe I could be a singer, maybe I could be in a band one day. I definitely considered that, but I think I'm a realist when it comes to, you know, the expectation of uh, being, being really good and to a point where you can focus on that. And I wasn't focusing on it, but anyway, getting to the point of what is my gift and what I share. Well, I think the whole karaoke journey for me was something that helped me to cultivate the confidence that I have today in public speaking. Aha. Yes. There's the, there's my aha moment and I'm open with it and I enjoy it. Like I literally love speaking to large audiences. I thoroughly enjoy knowing that by my sheer delivery of a message that it is, it's actually affecting people's lives in positive ways. And I want to do it because I feel like the messages that I deliver are helpful. The information that I give, the things that I've learned in my clinical work have effectively changed people's lives. That's huge. And what if I never started, what if I never started singing karaoke? What if I never embarked on that aspect of who I am? What if I, what if I stayed a cop when I was in the military? What if I did that and I I stayed into my I leaned into that and wouldn't have been anything wrong with it. Wouldn't have been anything. It's an honorable thing to be a police officer for sure. There would it wouldn't have been anything wrong with that. But I had the opportunity given to me by the universe, whatever, random occurrence, you you name it. Could have been anything. But I evolved into where I am today to this moment right now with you, the listener, sitting there. And there is something inside of you that you need to share that you may very well possibly not be sharing with the world. What is that? Are you an artist? Do you know how to build something, create something with your hands? Are you writing stories that you're not sharing with people because you're afraid that they're going to laugh at you? Well, here's here's what I'll say to that. 100% guaranteed, if you share something with the world, whatever that is, whatever your talent is, whatever your gift is, and you openly and willfully make yourself vulnerable to other people's critiques, I guarantee you that somebody will beat you down. You will absolutely, without question, have people out there that tell you that you suck. That is just the way the world is. The sooner that you get used to that idea, the sooner that you grow into the comfort in knowing that people will try to break you down because your confidence will make broken people feel uncomfortable. And it's easier to break you down and keep you in your place than it is for them to acknowledge the work that they need to do. So get comfortable with that. Get comfortable with knowing that when you share your talent, your gift, whatever that thing is that you do well, that you want to give to other people, when other people will find a reason to critique that, and that can trigger your own trauma, that can trigger your own insecurities, that can make you second guess yourself, 
about how talented you are, once you get used to that, man, think about the power in that. Think about the power that you will hold within yourself, not, of, not, not over other people, but that power in yourself in saying, it, it, it doesn't matter. I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to share this with the world anyway. It is critical that you find that spot where you find that comfort in your discomfort and know that it is inevitable that you will be judged. So ask yourself that question. What is it? What is it that you're not doing that you know how to do? Did you write a book? Did you write a story? Did you write a screenplay? Tyler Perry, Medea. <laughs> you know, I, he lived in his car and was writing screenplays. Do you think that nobody ever judged him for that? Dude, get a real job. That's probably what he heard. Stop writing. You need to pay your bills. You need to get an apartment or a house or something. You need to do something that's got a little bit of, of a guarantee to it. What would the world be like without creators, without inventive people? Who's your favorite actor? Who's your favorite singer? Who's your favorite, your favorite artist? Who is someone who does something really well that you appreciate? And maybe, you, maybe you're the only, maybe you're the biggest cheerleader. Maybe you're their biggest fan but you still appreciate it, what would the world be like without that person and their talent and what they volunteer? Understand what is it that's getting in your way? What is your barrier to sharing your talent? I, I know for me, in looking back on how my personality developed, my personality, when I was a small child, I've always been a gregarious personality. I've always been loud. I've always been vocal. I've always, uh, you know, as I was told, wanting attention, wanting to be the center of the stage, wanting to be all eyes on me, wanting people to pay attention to me. And I can remember being a little kid and being made to feel that that was wrong, that it's wrong to want attention. You should be meek. You should be demure. Demure. <laughs> I had a guy tell me not too long ago that he he was, I guess he was quoting the Bible, I'm not sure, but he said something about, you know, it's rare to find a meek woman. And I'm like, you damn right. <laughs> you need to keep looking if that's what you're looking for, because that's not me. And I'm not, I'm not disparaging women who are submissive in their energy and, and not wanting to, you know, be vocal and center of attention, but it's not me. And I'm not going to become something that I'm not. And that's my talent. That's what I do. That's what I want to share. And by sharing my voice, I'm hopeful that by doing so, it helps you find yours. It, it helps you to feel empowered to move forward in sharing what you have. I mean, think about it. What's the worst that could happen? Maybe you knit or maybe you quilt, or maybe you paint, or maybe you cook. Um, I think that that's an underappreciated art that a lot of people can achieve and attain that maybe they don't share as much of, and maybe they just do it because it's, you know, something that's expected of them. Maybe you know how to uh, plan an event. Holy cow, 
I mean, that's something that creates an enormous amount of anxiety in me is to create an event and plan an event and get all the moving parts and pieces together to, you know, coordinate food and entertainment and, you know, time frames and, you know, if it's a large venue, parking or whatever. And there are people out there that just move through that smooth as silk because that's how their brain works. And, and they, they love it. They love the planning aspect of it. I could sit here all day and talk about a variety of traits and trades and um, artistic talents that people sort of restrict in themselves. And they don't share it with the world because they're fearful of either failure or judgment or fearful of themselves. Maybe you get in your own way. I mean, if for me, I was always fearful of being you know, said that I, I, you know, you're, you're just, uh, you're, you're an attention whore. And you know, you know what I do? You know what I do with that now? If you followed any of my shows or listened to my lives on social media, that's one of the first things that I will tell you is that, yes, I am an attention whore. I lean into a little bit of the Howard Stern mentality because you cannot make fun of Howard Stern. I mean, you can, but it's going to fall flat. And the reason why is because he's the first person that's going to do it. So he takes away the power. So I'm not going to deny that I'm an attention whore. I love it. I love it because it's it, it gives me the platform that I need in order to affect positive change in the lives of other people because that's my thing. That's what I do. I became a social worker because I wanted to help people. Not realizing how that background, I thought <laughs> I thought I was going to be a cop forever in the military. Nope. I thought I was going to work for the TSA forever. Nope. <laughs> nope. I thought I would be, you know, married into the army and stay into that situation and, you know, raise my kids and, you know, finish my degree and, and maybe just find a job as a therapist somewhere and, and do that for the rest of my life. Nope. And all of those journeys, I can see how it's been a chess game that has lined up to get me right where I am today. And you know what? I might not be a podcast host for, for the rest of my life. I'm certain that I'm going to find other avenues to involve myself in as a means to evolve on this journey. And I just want to encourage you to do the same thing and not mute yourself. You know, my, uh, my sweet mother-in-law used to tell me, Lee, don't hide your light under a basket. And at first I didn't know what she meant by that, but I do now very clearly. And you should never turn down or dim yourself to make other people comfortable. Other people need to measure up. And if the people in your life, whether that's family or friends, whatever, the people that you encircle yourself with, if they are not your biggest damn cheerleaders, it is time to find new cheerleaders. It is time to find people that are 100% in your circle. That's, they want to see you cultivate those gifts. They want to see you shine just as much, if not more so than you do. Maybe they believe more in you than you do. So that's, that's the message of today is what do you do well that you're not sharing with the world? Um, I look at social media, look at Facebook, Instagram, you name it, TikTok. I'm on all of them. I'll lurk a little bit on some more so than others, but I'll see somebody post something and I'll think, you know what? I wonder if they were unsure about that. I wonder if they were unsure about posting those videos of those crocheted uh, potholders that they made. And me knowing that this person has a severe autoimmune disorder and it's difficult for them to just sit up upright, let alone to crochet something, 
I admire the hell out of that. I admire their ability to push forward regardless, despite the pain that they're in, that I know physical pain, they've been, they've had surgery after surgery, just as a means to live their life. And this person's my age and struggling. And she had the wherewithal to post photographs of these beautiful uh, knitted, I think they were washcloths and um, pot holders. And they were, they were lovely. And I'm sitting there thinking, I can't do that. I can't do that. I don't know how to crochet. Are you kidding me? Beautiful. Gorgeous. Takes an enormous amount of courage to share something. And you know what? I guarantee you there's people out there going like, why is she posting pictures of potholders? Who gives a shit about potholders? Ugh, whatever. You know, and keep scrolling. You know what? All I, if, if you are somebody who feels the need to, and, and you're compelled to judge other people, and I have, okay, let me say that first. That's not me judging you. That's me. That's the pot calling the kettle black right now. I've done that. I've been in that headspace where I've wondered why somebody did what they did without encouraging or without connecting with them from an empathetic place. Hey man, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a growth. I'm, I'm growing. I'm evolving too. And if that's you, if you feel compelled to judge somebody and what they post and, and discourage what they're doing, you're not a bad person. I'm not judging you either. I'm not breaking you down because it appears that you're breaking other people down. I want you to win. I want you to do better because here's what's going to happen. If you start thinking differently about how you're engaging other people and sharing their gifts, you're going to find your own and you're going to start sharing yours because nine times out of 10, people who judge other people are doing so because they're fearful of judgment. (laughs) So we can all do better. And I just, I want you to figure it out, share it because that beautiful voice that was on and in my speakers yesterday, go look him up. I wish I could play the music, but I don't think I can. I think I'll get docked um, on uh, on on the podcast forum, and I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Sananda Matreya, Terrence Trent Darby. He used to be Terrence Trent Darby, and now he goes by Sananda Sananda S A N A N D A Matreya M A I T R E Y A beautiful voice. Oh my goodness. And I don't recommend listening while you're driving because that's something that you need to sit down and just focus on because it's amazing. Amazing. Beautiful voice. I love it. Finding fulfillment is one of the the major uh, and often elusive aspects of living a purposeful, joy-filled life existence. And we all have the ability to achieve greatness. I, that's, I'm stealing that from Oprah. Oprah says that, and I completely agree. Completely agree with what she says. Um, there's, a, there's a housekeeping lady. I don't think she speaks English, but if she does, she probably just didn't want to talk to me. <laughs> but she keeps the bathroom in the concourse where I fly in and I, you know, I change planes. She keeps it neat as a pen. And I, I appreciate that. I appreciate how, how hard she works. She busts her ass in Midway in Chicago at the airport. Um, and I see her often when I'm traveling. So she keeps that bathroom neat as a pin. And you know what? You can find greatness anywhere. You can find your gift. You can share that with the world. So if you're a singer, if you're a songwriter, if you're a lyricist, if, you're a, if you've written stories, poems, things that you're fearful of sharing with the world or you feel it's too vulnerable, just ask yourself why. Why isn't it good enough to share with everybody else? And what are you fearful of? 
what's the worst that could happen? Somebody says that you suck? I mean, get used to that. Think about that. You'll be amazed at how much power you will derive in being okay with people judging you. And just keep doing it. And keep trying and keep working on your craft. Share it. Cultivate it. Persist at it. That's what I'm going to leave you with. And I'm going to go listen to some more of Sananda Matreya. And uh, I want you to have a beautiful week, a beautiful day, just like you deserve. That's it. Thanks for listening.